Hey Dragons, welcome to episode 47 of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. We are quickly approaching episode 50. I should get that scheduled and have somebody really cool for that episode. Eh, we'll figure it out. Anyways, this episode is all about the Blizzard game Hearthstone, which um, I don't know if any of you have heard of it, have played it, but it's a super fun card RPG attack game Um on the episode is a very good friend of mine. His name is Jared Slater. Uh, he plays this. He wouldn't necessarily consider himself a gamer, but this is the one game that he is uh, really invested in. Now, I don't play Hearthstone, but I play a Hearthstone clone. Uh, we discussed that in the episode called um, Animation Throwdown, The Quest for Cards, and it's all your favorite... Fox animated shows, uh, Futurama, Bob's Burgers, Family Guy, American Dad, one more, King of the Hill. Um, so it's a really fun, really fun game, really intuitive, not intuitive, I don't know what I'm trying to say there, but anyways, anyways, enjoy the episode, download Hearthstone, download Animation Throwdown, um, let me know what you think of them, we'll talk soon, alright? Workout nerd out. In the basement rolling dice, rolling dice, I'm a wizard. When we play, we do it right. Candles flicker, fighting dragons in my mind, in my mind. Just for kicks. DM says you're gonna die. Roll a D6. All right, dragons, welcome to another episode of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Today we are talking about the Blizzard. Game Hearthstone with a good buddy of mine, Jared Slater. Jared, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, really excited to be on the podcast with you. Excellent. I'm excited to have you on the podcast. Um, a lot of people, have, if they've paid attention to the show notes, have realized that a lot of my podcasts have been recorded like in October. Mm-hmm. So this is one of my first new sessions that I've actually been recording. So I'm actually excited to get back into the conversing phase instead of just the editing and posting phase. Well, let's talk about Hearthstone. Let's talk about Hearthstone. So first, tell people a little bit about yourself and then tell people a little bit about what Hearthstone is in case they don't know. Sure. Uh, So my name is Jared and I... let's, Let's start with my background. I started playing Hearthstone while I was in law school. And I'm an attorney now, and I'm still playing. So just to give you... So you can play Hearthstone and succeed at life. Basically, yeah. <laughs> which, which is so interesting for as compared to most games, where you have to devote insane amounts of hours and time and in one sitting. And that's one of the great things about Hearthstone, and which we'll go into a little bit later, is you can play a game for 5, 10 minutes and then go on with your life. Or you could sit around and play for hours on end. It's really up to you. Um, And so I started playing while I was in law school. I'm still playing now. Uh, I'm actually now married. And my wife lets me play, which... You know, you like like Kenny said, <laughs> you can have a life while still playing this game. <laughs> That's excellent. Well, I know I know that I have struggled in finding games that I don't that I can just easily pick up or put down. Mm-hmm. I know I've been trying to get into WWE 2K16. That just it's been 
16 years mm-hmm. since I picked up a wrestling Xbox game. Mm-hmm. And it's just the controls are so far above and beyond what I'm used to mm-hmm. that when I saw Hearthstone, or specifically I'm playing a Hearthstone clone, um, it is really simple to pick up. And thank God that the game has limits that prevents me from playing <laughs> all day. I have to wait, you know, I don't know, I think it's like an hour per credit for mm-hmm. a certain type of event yeah. and then like another hour for a different type of event. So it's actually quite beneficial to me that I have these built-in stopping points. Well, that is great for a certain type of player. And <laughs> The obsessive you know, compulsive. The, the obsessive compulsive, but you know what? I'm the same way. And what's great about Hearthstone is that is that there is ultimately a limit, but it's a self-imposed limit. It's how tilted are you? You know, how yeah. angry do you get when when you just go on such a losing streak that you just want to stop playing? Or conversely, how how uh, badly do you just want to get that one win in before you put it down? But uh, let's. Let's actually, you know, start talking about what Hearthstone is. Yeah. Um, it's a card game. It's an online card game. Very, I, not that I've ever played them or it rather, but I uh, understand it to be very similar to Magic the Gathering. Um, but it's online and it's, there's no, um, you don't have, really have to buy anything. It's completely free. Okay. Um, and that is such a huge draw, I think, for a lot of people who have started playing. And by uh, last I looked, um, Blizzard said that there are over 20 million Hearthstone accounts active. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a huge game. And because the, it, because there's such a low barrier to entry, whereas with other card games, you have to invest a lot of money and a lot of time before you can get started playing, which is not at all what Blizzard has done with Hearthstone. Okay, so I pick up my phone, mm-hmm. I download the app, yes, and then I start playing. Yes, when I when I first download and open the app, what happens? Well, let me just clear up. A, uh, <laughs> we're focusing only on the app. You could also play it on your PC. You could play it on your Mac. You could okay. play it on your phone. You could play any anything with a wireless connection or wired connection. wired connection. Um, when you open the game for the first time, it'll take you through a tutorial. It'll give you a pre-made deck, um, and you go up against a computerized, uh, player. And it will just each, there are five tutorial games, and each one focuses on a different aspect of the game. And each game is, uh, structured so that you learn a different, how, how the gameplay is. And after those five games, you understand about 90% of the mechanics of Hearthstone. Okay. The rest is just nuance and strategy and what the larger meta is. Okay. And what is the larger meta? <laughs> the larger meta is is in flux right now because of the newest expansion called the Mean Streets of Gabberson, which have released 132 new cards to the game. And that is one of the other great things about this game is that it's constantly updated. Blizzard is such a huge company that they are always um, trying to make the game better, trying to add creative new ways that the game is um, played and the interactions with the cards are done. Um, And so 
I could I could talk about this game for hours, <laughs> but I know your audience might not be familiar with the game. Um, so let you know, I'm happy to just kind of bring in the beginner's role, uh, yeah. which is which is you know once you get off to the tutorial, you understand how the game works. Yeah. And part of uh, Blizzard's uh, rather Hearthstone's tagline is that it, the, their slogan is deceptively simple, insanely fun, and I. A hundred percent subscribe to that. Okay. For what got you to download it? What got or what got you to start playing? Sure. Um, a buddy of mine, one of actually my best friends um, in law school, was playing it next to me while we we're in class, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I love card games. I started out by playing, you know, Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh, and um, I've always loved card games since." And I saw that Blizzard put out one. And with my background in playing World of Warcraft for years, um, I was like, this is amazing because Hearthstone, their, their, um, subtitle is Hearthstone Heroes of Warcraft. So all the cards are based on Warcraft characters and, and, um, events and, and times in the Warcraft lore. Um, so that was also another huge draw for me. Okay. All right. See, I am not, I, I wasn't big into Warcraft, but I'm like, I ended up downloading a Hearthstone, like I was saying, clone mm-hmm. that's based on, it's called Animation Domination. Right. And it's based on all the cartoon characters on Fox. It's got Bob's Burgers, uh, Futurama, Family Guy, American Dad, and. There's one more I can't remember right now. King of the Hill. Oh, wow. King of the Hill. It's going old school. Yeah, going very old school. But so that's what got me into it because there's a bunch of characters I was familiar with and I knew about. And I was like, okay, let's see what this is all about. Exactly. Okay. Absolutely. What are the mechanics of, like we say it's a card game, Mm -hmm. but I think there are some people out there listening that are like, oh, like poker? So it's not like poker. Like I said a little earlier, it's a lot like Magic the Gathering or like Yu-Gi-Oh, where each card has certain values. Um, there are three in particular that are relevant. You have your attack value, you have your defense value, and you have your mana cost value. Um, so attack and defense are very simple. Um, attack is you have a certain number. The higher the number, the more attack you have. Same with defense. Uh a certain number, higher, more def- more points uh, on defense you have, the higher the number. When it comes to the interaction, if your attack value is higher than their defense value, you destroy the other minion, or yes. the monster. Um, and if your uh, if your defense value is higher than the attack value. Then you just take damage, you know, sub, you know, subtract so the difference. If, if my attack is five and your defense is ten, right? I've hit you. Your defense is now five. Correct. And in that case, your uh, hero, the person you're playing as, takes five points of damage for the difference. Yeah. Um, each character. So you have a um, avatar, a hero, and so does your opponent. And you start with thirty health. And so the first player. The object is you take your opponent's health down to zero, and then you win. Yeah. And so it's a, 
you the way you do that either is either by attacking the uh, uh, hero's avatar directly or through minion combat, and it works. Um, it, it ends up working out that way. Um, and while you're trying to kill them, you're obviously trying to stop them from killing you. It's it's yeah. so where it's not like poker, it's more Yu-Gi-Oh or Magic yeah. the Gathering. So what the way the way my version has worked is. They have X amount of health, let's say 30. Sure. And let's say my attack is 10, mm-hmm. and their the their opposing minion card in front of my card is has health of five. Mm-hmm. My attack of 10 does five to that card and then five to my opponent. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of similar how Hearthstone works? Like if I attack the minion card beyond what the minion can handle, it then attacks the my opponent. So no. Okay. In this case, a minion attacking another minion will only do damage to the minion. You don't really have to worry about your health. The The ways you do damage to your the opponent's health is by attacking them directly or through spells. And okay. um, so there are, there are minions and there are spells and then there are weapons. Weapons um, can either attack face or attack the minions. And when, but when you attack with a weapon, you take damage to your hero for the attack value that the of the minion you attacked. Okay, but that's only for weapons, which is a little bit more advanced. Um, but it's very simple when you actually play it. It's kind of hard to explain in concept, you know, without without having uh, it in front of you. Yeah. But again, very very simple. So if you're listening, get out your phone, get out your computer. <laughs> Get the get the app, get the program, launch it up, and then know what we're talking about. Because how simple is that? Just do it. Now, I mentioned the third value, which is mana cost. Um, that is specific to your character, um, in which, say, a minion's mana cost is five. That basically means you need to have five mana crystals available to play it. Mana crystals are given one per turn, so you start with one at the beginning of the game. Following turn, you add one, so you get two, um, and so on and so forth until turn ten, in which you have ten full mana crystals, and that you uh, that's capped for the rest of the game. So turn eleven, it still stays at ten. Okay. Um, and so the way mana crystals work is you have uh, a certain number of man- you have your mana crystals to use for that turn, and then when they're all used up, you either end your turn or do whatever else you might do that rest of that turn. Um, and then the following turn that you get to play again, they're refreshed. Okay. So the mana costs, say, like I said, this five mana minion, you cannot play until at least turn five um, when you have five mana crystals. However, you could play it later. Say you ha- are you on turn eight. And you have a five mana minion and a three mana minion. You can play both for a total of eight mana crystals. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, how long does a match usually last? If I just want to play Mm -hmm. one and done, sure. How long does it take me? With uh, without getting too specific on deck types, an average match I would say lasts between five and seven minutes. Okay, yeah. All right, that makes sense. See, mine. I want to say the average. Match is like maybe a minute or two. Okay, because it's a it's it's a lot simpler. You play whatever card you 
you essentially draw five cards and you play whatever card of those five. There's no right. cost. Right. Um, but you have to weigh what the attack of the other person or the defense sure. of the other person is. Sure. So that's really interesting. Um, do you have your phone on you? Can you boot Absolutely. it up right now? Absolutely. If we need to pause so we can get you the Wi-Fi code. No, I, I, I can use my dad. That's not a big deal. All right. Absolutely. So, all right, we're more. And see, one of the things that I love about Hearthstone is that just the the graphics are just really well done and beautiful. Yeah. Um, with animation domination, it's just very cartoony. <laughs> so, um, when you start with the new screen, you have different basically play modes. You have your play, which takes you into the ladder. Um, which we call in the game constructed, um, where you basically get to construct your own deck based on your card pool. Okay. Yeah. And, um, there are also solo adventures. So the way Hearthstone works is that it's a PVP game. You're playing, You're playing literally against, somebody against else. other somebody else, but then you have solo adventures in which you could play just against the computer. There are um, okay, yeah. adventures and expansion. Uh, yeah. Adventures in which, uh, different mechanics are created specifically for those. For sure. And then there's the arena. Um, and for people that play Magic the Gathering might be familiar with this as basically sealed, um, in which you pick from three, uh, you make your own deck and to make it, you have to pick from three randomly generated cards, um, one each until you have 30 cards. And then you go into the arena okay. and play against people who similarly picked, uh, or created their deck in this way. Okay. And then Tavern Brawl, um, which, which by the way is just a great name. <laughs> well, that's what that's. <laughs> so the Hearthstone is technically set in an inn. Um, okay. and you're playing by the hearth. Okay. <laughs> So you're, so you're, uh, play, the tavern brawl is, you're oh, okay. brawling in the tavern. And so tavern brawl each week on Wednesdays is when it's refreshed, um, is a new and exciting way to play the game based oh, on okay. certain rules that. A special event. Exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. Right. Fire up a match. Sure. If, if you don't mind. Not at all. So when you click play, um, you could, there are, it's gotten a little more complicated since its inception, but you'll notice that you'll start actually with um, just the mage class, which okay. is Jaina so, Proudmoore. Yeah, so you pick your class, and I think most people who are familiar with any sort of RPG, any sort of tabletop game, D&D, Magic, whatever, World of Warcraft, you pick your class. You pick your either a warrior, a mage, a night elf mohawk... <laughs> Um, Archer, I'm trying to think of some others, but regardless. So you pick your class. So you pick your class. As a, as a new player, you'll only start with Mage. And okay. the way you access the other eight classes, there are nine in total, is by literally beating them in a match. Okay, so then you collect the ability to play as Exactly. Them. And right. each class has its own unique um, ability and set of cards. Um, so... That's what's also great about this game is it's varied. You know, okay. no no deck is the same. Um and and if you play one class, you there's almost a theme to it. Oh, okay. Um so when you play, let me see. So let's say I want to play a warrior, right? 
I'm just going to do casual. Um, there's two modes, casual and ranked. So if you want to just not stress about it, just play casual. If you want to do ranked, you climb on the ladder system, which we can also talk about. But um, when you start, you'll get a load screen, which is kind of a roulette wheel. Um, and a lot of these fun... Uh, Potential picks are fun, like Damp Druid or StarCraft Pro. You'll always end up with a quote-unquote worthy opponent, which is what they'll pick for you. And then you'll start with um, three to four cards, depending on whether you go first or second. For sure. And then when you are happy with your picks, uh, you just click Confirm, and then you start off into a game. Okay. Okay, so then... So here By the we way, have... just the, the graphics are just beautiful. It's just very pretty. It's a very pretty <laughs> game. So All right, so it's your turn, you play a turn. card. You'll notice that here I have a one out of one. That's yeah. my mana crystals. How many mana crystals I have, which we talked about earlier. So I can only play things that cost one, one mana or, or less. Okay. So I'm gonna play this guy who costs one mana on my first turn. And I've made my deck so that, you know, certain things happen when I play him. And Typically, when you play um, a minion on its first turn, it cannot attack. Now, there are some minions with the ability to attack right when they're played, and those minions have something called charge. So you could okay. literally charge at your opponent right away. Um, and then, yeah, it kind of just goes. It and goes from there. It goes from there. Now I have two mana crystals. You'll notice that they're refreshed. And so I could play anything with two mana in my hand. Okay. So I'm just going to play this. And just go for his dome. I'm not even going to worry about his uh, minion that he played. Is that because the minion has an attack of zero? Well, his, that minion has a very special ability, which will kill the board unless it's killed um, on the following turn. Okay. So because I didn't have anything Same that would super kill out it. there. Yeah, since I didn't have anything that would um, kill it, um, based on the total combination of my attack, which would have been six at that time, I had the two minion, okay. uh, one attack, and then three, it would have only been six. I was like, not worth it. Every time we say minion, I just think of uh, Despicable <laughs> Me. Well, And I just saw the trailer for the third movie, and it makes me happy. It, I mean, that is a great franchise. Let's be real here. I mean, I'm, what, I'm, I'm 26 years old, and I still watch yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Uh, the only problem is the Minions movie was bad it's atrocious yeah, yeah um my nephew loves watching it and <laughs> it drives my sister bananas no okay so we play and then you and i have discussed that we are both completionists right we want to collect you know we want to collect them all we want to collect all the cards right how feasible is that in hearthstone without spending money so that is a very difficult question now. <laughs> um, I'm one of those players who's very lucky to start playing kind of when um, the game first came out, right after open beta, right when it started, was brand new. And back then, you know, you there were a much smaller set of cards. You could collect them and keep going as new expansions and new adventures with new cards were released. Yeah. Now, now that we're almost three years later, there are there's such an immense amount of cards and adventures that it's almost I don't want to say impossible, but you would have to play day and night to um to to collect all the cards without spending money. Okay. But 
to that to that point though, Blizzard realizes this. And so what it did back in April of 2016 was it created what's called the standard format and the wild format. Standard only you can only play cards from the most recent two years of sets. So anything previous to that is unplayable. So it tries to lower the barrier of entry for new players so they don't have to worry about all the old cards that came out. Okay. It's really, uh, so you only have to focus on getting, you know, two or three or four sets that are playable. Now, if you want to play in the wild format, then you have the legacy cards which were released you know, more than two years ago. And if you're playing in the, the, you said standard, standard format? Yeah. You don't even, you don't have the ability to get those old cards. Correct. But if I'm playing in the wild format, do I have the ability to get those old cards or so, can I just play them? You have to get them. Um, okay. as with all, to build any deck, you have to get the cards first. Um, and to get what I'm going to call legacy cards, cards that are older than two years old, you have to specifically craft them. And there's a whole crafting system versus buying um, cards through packs, which are, you know, your standard way. Yeah. Uh, if you go to your card shop, you have five cards and a foil or something. Yeah. Um, and it's the same thing in, in the game, except you just use in-game currency, which is gold. Um, okay. And I'm assuming you win gold via winning matches. Correct. Okay. Um, and it's three wins for ten gold. And each day you also have a quest that'll give you between 40 and 60 gold just for doing, you know, a certain, say, like win two games or win, you know, play a certain amount of cards. Okay. So like just daily challenges. Exactly. I'm sure everybody has in whatever mobile game they're playing, whether it be the new Super Mario Run or whatever, you have to wait for things to recharge and you have to get points and gold and stars and all this other good stuff. So yeah, okay. But unlike a lot of these freemium games, this is not a game in which you have to wait to do something. You can always be playing. It never limits you um, by saying, okay, you've played five times today, you're done. Okay. For, for, For three hours or whatever. Okay, like my game limits me. I play, like... In the adventure mode, there's 15 credits, and Mm -hmm. matches take anywhere from three to five credits, So, and then I have to wait for them to recharge. Right. This is not that. You can literally fire up your game any time of the day, as many games as you want, and just play. And just get obsessed, and then your (laughs) family hates you. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Very cool. Um, Is there anything else we need to know about Hearthstone before we move to maybe some other topics. Well, if you're interested in playing, I have to recommend um, watching or listening to either streamers or podcasts. And the best the best person I would suggest you, as a new player, would uh, start listening to and paying attention to is a guy called TSM Trump. And he has a lot of YouTube videos. And that's the way I kind of uh, started learning and playing the game was by watching him because his stream on Twitch is a very informative, uh, beginner-friendly stream. And uh, he really emphasizes that you can do a lot of great things with a very, a very limited card set. Okay, very cool. Um, and I will include, obviously, links to that podcast, that Twitch stream, 
um, and anything else you want referenced sure. in the show notes. So everyone be sure to go to dumbbellsanddragons.com and check out those show notes. Um, so people can get to know you a little bit. Absolutely. What is, aside from Hearthstone, what is your favorite areas of nerdiness? It, I mean, very, very easy. It's uh, superhero and comic book movies. Uh, with the per- with the per- proliferation over the last five to ten years, um, going all the way back what to two thousand one with Spider Man and X Men two thousand yeah yeah um, I I mean I was only ten and eleven at that age so I literally grew up with it <laughs> and it's I I I you know at four five and six would watch uh, the animated the Batman animated series. Loved it and have loved superheroes ever since. There you go. Um, what are you most looking forward to in terms of comic book uh, superhero movies? Oh, that is a great question. Um, well, I mean, obviously, I think as with many people, just the next phase in the Marvel Cinematic Universe oh, God, yeah. uh, with with uh, the Infinity War and and... I mean, even Guardians of the Galaxy, which is just promising to be so good. Yeah, I, right now, I'm trying to think of what I'm more excited about, whether it's Guardians Volume 2 or Spider-Man Homecoming. So what, what, what are you really looking for in the new Spider-Man movie? Because we've had so many iterations so far. And they have, I mean, the cri- many people believe that they have not held up as well as other superhero movies. Um, I would tend to agree. And here's the thing. I've said that Tobey Maguire was a great Peter Parker and an average Spider-Man. And I've said Andrew Garfield was a mediocre Peter Parker and an amazing, you know, a really great Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would say amazing. But after Civil War, I think Tom Holland mm-hmm. has just been an incredible Peter Parker, an incredible Spider-Man. Um, I'm excited for Spider-Man Homecoming because, A, I think Tom Holland nails the character. Mm-hmm. And they're not giving us an origin story. Thank God. We, we don't need one. Thank God. Um, everybody knows what happened to Uncle Ben. <laughs> everybody knows that he got bit by a spider. Yep. Uh, you don't need it. Right. You, you don't need it. Um, seriously, if you don't know how Spider-Man got created, A, where have you been? (laughs) And B, why are you going to see a Spider-Man movie? 100%. Um, so I'm excited because I think it's going to give us a new look into him, especially because at least Spider-Man 1 and 2, there weren't, they didn't get into Peter Parker's like day-to-day school life. I think we're going to get a little bit into that, what it's like being Peter Parker on a day-to-day basis, what it's like being Spider-Man on a day-to-day basis. And I think based on the trailers, Mm -hmm. they've really kind of hit that. And I just think Michael Keaton as Vulture, A, it's kind of a weird villain that we haven't seen before. Sure. But B, just Michael Keaton's amazing. Do you think it's an homage to... uh his role in Birdman? Um, <laughs> I want to say that I think Birdman definitely 
definitely might have convinced a few people mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he could be Vulture. <laughs> um, so I think that's really cool, and I'm super excited for for that. I also like. I'm excited for Michael Keaton to get back to doing like a fun movie sure. because I like I get it. Michael Keaton, you deserve an Oscar. You've been doing your November December Oscar movies <laughs> with Birdman and Spotlight and yes, you deserve an Oscar at some point. If you don't win one, you'll get an honorary one. But like, just do fun movies. It's like Eddie Murphy. I would do anything to have Eddie Murphy get back into a movie and say the F word. Sure. Because <laughs> the Dr. Doolittles are dumb. Yep. Haunted Mansions are done. Um, the Adventures of Pluto Nash is just, was atrocious. <laughs> so, like, I get it. He had kids and wanted to do family-friendly movies. But I just need Eddie Murphy... To fire guns and use profanity. I think that's a reasonable <laughs> request, honestly. <laughs> I'll tweet him. I'll be like, hey. So yeah. So, start writing letters. So what are you looking forward to more? Guardians or Spider-Man? Or what, what else do we have coming out next year? Isn't it Affinity War number one? No. That's, that's 2018. 2018. Damn. I'm getting a year ahead of myself. It's all right. Uh, I mean, I think Guardians 2... Volume 2 is just going to be excellent because it breaks... I mean, it not it doesn't break the mold of a superhero movie. It satirizes it, which is arguably better because yes. it knows what it is and it says, I, I you know, I'm going to... I, I'm going to make fun of it. I'm just going to have a great time doing it, which Chris Pratt excels at. Yes. And, by the way, Baby Groot. <laughs> of course, Baby, Baby Groot. Baby Groot. Like, also, <laughs> I, like, Guardians was just so, people might disagree with me, but it was revolutionary. In because you're going to a, a studio department whose sole purpose is to make money, and you say, We've got the most bankable star of 2014, Bradley Cooper, signed on. Oh, really? Tell us more about his character. He's a computer-animated raccoon. (laughs) So you're telling me you've got people's sexiest man, whatever, and you're not going to show him whatsoever? Like, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. More than that, he did a great job as the character. Oh, yeah. He did phenomenal. it, It wasn't... It wasn't like, oh, you have Bradley Cooper and, you know, you're going to get Bradley Cooper. No, you got Rocket Raccoon. Yes. And, like, Vin Diesel, I don't know if he's doing Baby Groot's voice. I would love it if he was. I need to I need to check that on IMDb. But he did his lines, mm-hmm. not only for the U.S. release, but almost every foreign release. That's awesome. Because all it is... Is him saying, I am Groot, or, you know, two words in a different language, right. Groot. <laughs> and it's brilliant. And it's just, it's, I love what Marvel's doing. I am, I am actually getting more excited for the Wonder Woman movie, as well as the Aquaman movie. So I've also heard really good things um, about the Wonder Woman movie. I mean, I love Gal Gadot. I think she's gorgeous. I mean, she's amazing. But... 
uh, I mean, also she's a phenomenal actress. Not to say, not to say otherwise. Uh, we got you. But, but uh, here's what DC has yet to do that Marvel has done well, which is really focus on a character and build on it. What they did with Batman versus Superman is they took two characters, which we all know very well, and then said, "All right, we're going to have a three-hour schlog fest and throw in a couple other characters." Because you don't know them as well, but we're just going to set them in, set them up and set them in. And Wonder Woman will do something which is develop her. Yes. And that is something DC really needed to do. Yes. Well, and it's DC, for whatever reason, has gotten, they don't realize that not every superhero is Chris Nolan's Batman. Right. The Chris Nolan Batman movies, I think, are absolutely um, incredible and probably the epitome of filmmaking. Yes. In IMHO, in my humble opinion. (laughs) But that Batman is not a comic book superhero. He is a very tragic character. That trilogy is incredible, but it's standalone. And you need to learn, DC, pay attention, that people don't want dark and brooding for every single character. Right. That's why Superman and Batman are such great foils for one another, is because Superman is light and fun and entertaining and the great American Boy (laughs) Scout and everything that is good with the world. And Batman is a little bit of the darker side. So... That's where they kind of missed the mark with Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman, and and I they saw what Marvel was doing and they're playing catch up, right? Because they're like, oh, if they're doing an Avengers movie, we need to do a Justice League movie. But what they need to understand is, we'll be patient. Absolutely, we will be excited for a Wonder Woman movie because it's a Wonder Woman movie. We will be excited for a Flash movie because it's a Flash movie. We'll be excited for an Aquaman movie because it's an Aquaman movie. We'll be excited with the like if they take the time to develop the properties and reflect the characters like they should. And, and you know, to some extent, they've already done that in their in their CW shows with the Flash and and the Arrow, and um, now that they've just added Supergirl and. These have gone on for four or five seasons. And while the earlier seasons are better than others, uh, uh, they really took the time to develop. And so they know how to do it, but they're not willing to give the audience credit to sit through a two-hour movie to develop them. Yes. They they think the audience wants a Justice League movie. Right. Whereas what we actually – like in my mind, what I actually <laughs> want is – a good Justice League movie. Right. You know, I want to see these characters developed and grow and evolve. And, like, spoiler alert, at the end of Batman vs. Superman, Superman dies. Like, (laughs) you can't do that. Right. When I know Henry Cavill has already signed on for the Justice League movie. Right. Like, there were his death meant nothing to me. Right. Because I was like, 
I'm going to see him next year in this other movie. Whereas if they had killed him, if they had done the death of Superman at the end of the Justice League movie, Mm -hmm. that would have been more powerful. Also, the whole our mother's names are Martha bullshit. (laughs) Like, yeah, you kind of just had to laugh a little at that and and continue your extreme suspension of disbelief. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. We have been talking for about 40 minutes. So, in the interest of our wives are upstairs, my wife's probably mad at me because I put her upstairs, <laughs> <laughs> or I asked her to politely go upstairs, <laughs> um, do you have a, aside from the Hearthstone mm-hmm. on your phone, mm-hmm. do you have a nerd resource or app that keeps you engaged in either what's going on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or the Blizzard World. I know you mentioned mm-hmm. Twitch, but mm-hmm. anything separate of that that keeps you just up to date? I wish I did, and I'm sure you can give me a great <laughs> bunch of resources. I'm one of those people that just loves to kind of stumble upon things. I don't like unless there's an almost encyclopedic resource that will just keep me always up to date. I, I, I'm I'm always exploring for sure. Okay. And I know I need to reach out to Joe Hogan from Geektitude for the show notes because he loves Hearthstone. Oh. Um, I'll introduce you via email. He's, he's such a great guy. Um, he knows a lot of Hearthstone podcasts. Yeah. That he loves to listen to that are not only help him with the game, but are also just entertaining to listen to. So I'll get that for the show notes and for you personally. Well, I, I could actually recommend a few Hearthstone podcasts. Um, oh, do it. There is the Angry Chicken, which is <laughs> is is more of a fun kind of beginner style, uh, non competitive podcast. Um, if you're looking for more competitive and uh, dynamic, and just always keeps you up to date on the meta, uh, I would recommend Value Town. Um, and if if you're looking for streamers, it, I mean, it really depends on what you're interest is whether it's constructed which is the ladder play or arena um there are tons of streamers i could recommend like i said tsm trump uh Kriparian, who some of you might know from the world of warcraft years um there's also hafu who is a female streamer which is not very um common in the hearthstone arena but i have to give a shout out to her because she's excellent um then there's Raynad, amaz so many people I could recommend just to watch, and you would learn so much by by watching them play. Okay. I'm going to have you email me a couple of those, sure. and I'm going to include them in the show notes and maybe provide some links to people. Um, other than that, where can people connect with you if you don't mind giving out that info? Absolutely. Uh, I'm on Facebook. You could just look me up. I'm Jared Slater. Um, if you want to connect with me on Hearthstone, my battle tag is Melithemir, M-I-L-I-T-H-E-M-I-R, uh, number sign 1566. I'm always happy to connect with new people and help out new players because I get a really huge joy from just teaching and, and bringing people into the game. I've awesome. done it for so many people, um, and I would love to do it for you guys. So if you want to connect with me, please do so. Excellent. That's, dude, that's super, super kind. That's, <laughs> see, that's why I love having good people on the podcast. Um, and last but not least, do you have any parting advice 
for the people out there listening to the podcast? Life in general or just Hearthstone? Both. Either. All right. <laughs> it's up to you, dude. It's up to you. So uh, don't get too don't get too addicted. Um, it's it's a really fun game, but just kind of know that there is a life outside, and you should go out and do things because that's what that's what's so great about this game is it gives you the opportunity to just put it down when you're when you want to. You don't have to sit in front of the TV for four hours just to complete the tutorial to start the game. <laughs> uh, uh, but but uh, really just have fun. It's I I and my wife will tell you have spent hours literally yelling at my computer screen for some of the bad beats <laughs> I've had to endure. But um you know, just just kind of accept it as a part of life and 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 have fun. Excellent, excellent. Well, everybody, I want to say thank you so much for listening to. Uh, I want to say this is either going to be the Christmas or New Year's episode of the Dumbos and Dragons podcast, but if it happens to be the Martin Luther King Day episode, <laughs> then that's fine too. Um, Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, love you all. I hope all of you are having a happy, safe, wonderful new year. And work out, nerd out. Jared, thank you so much for being here, man. Thanks, Kenny, for having yeah. me. Nice. Thank you for listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes as well as a rating. We would definitely appreciate it. And while you're at it, follow us on all social media at Dumbbells Dragon. That includes Pinterest, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Snapchat. Until next time, work out, nerd out.